2: Hello and welcome to a new episode of the RSL show. This is Andy Munoz. Uh, We'll go around the table. Who's all here? We'll do a roll call. Who wants to go first?
0: Me? Yeah, you, junior producer Isaac. Yeah, Josh, Joshua. No last name. Not today.
3: Okay. And Alexis Snapless.
2: What do you go by, Alex or Alexis? Either or. Do you Let's have call a nickname? No? Come,
0: Lex. Lex. No, don't Ooh, call me that. No. Lex. no, don't call me that. <laughs> Too bad you should have said something. Nah, dude. Alex uh, or
3: Alexis? I'll answer either.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay.
2: Cool. Well, Al. No. <laughs> yeah, we've got a cool episode for everybody. Uh, we're going to talk plenty of Real Salt Lake. Uh, first off, we'll start with a few updates. Um, the stadium has changed from Rio Tinto Stadium to America First Field. Uh, America First. I, I guess that kind of goes in in conjunction with the America First uh, trading field, the America First corner kicks. Pavilion. Pavilion. Uh, so it's been around for quite a while. Um, what do you think about the deal,
0: Josh? 100 millibro? Mm-hmm. That's so much money Yeah, that we better see invested into the team. I'm just <laughs> going to say that. Like... Uh, The excuses of us being cheap now, eh, can't be cheap anymore. I'm gonna leave it at that. So now we can be way more. uh, I think we can be way more critical when we don't pull off DP moves, right? Because this money goes towards things like upgrading the stadium, upgrading the team. It's money the owners don't want to take out of their pockets to update the stadium, update the team. So I hope we see it spent wisely. But for Real Salt Lake to get the second highest stadium naming rights deal it's a pretty big deal in my opinion behind who
2: la the la teams or la teams in general Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: they're like they're like tied for first yes some ridiculous things yes that is pretty cool yeah it's Um, unexpected for a quote-unquote small market team right yeah
3: yeah and i think that's i think that's what makes it huge i think so that's what makes it the news is that we are quote-unquote that small market team but now we have the second highest stadium Deal in, yeah, in the we, entire league. I think we've just set a new standard for everybody for everyone else. else. Yep,
0: we just pulled six million a year for our stadium name, and Colorado can't get a jersey sponsor. Exactly. I'll <laughs> leave it at that. Dang. But also, that means whoever comes in as a shirt sponsor, they have to up their deal, right? So, I think it it it, it sets a new tone for money coming into the club. Yeah. Again, I just really I am already being better about it, and hope it gets used wisely. Yeah, and you'd be curious to see
2: who was on the list of bids uh, for naming rights. Right.
0: Um, Imagine Mountain America, Zions. Yeah. Imagine all of the banks based in Utah were on that list. So it's probably, you know, awarded obviously
2: to the highest bidder, uh, but America First does have, obviously, they've they've got, they've been backing the club for... Since it started. Since it started. So the relationship's been there, they've been building it. Uh, We've hosted, like I said, plenty of, um, uh, plenty of, Events at the America First uh, training field, which is just, I'm, you know, obviously America First probably has no involvement in that. That's probably more so a club, Dan Farns thing, but uh, it's pretty cool yeah. um, just to kind of have, you know, that access, uh, whatever. Um, yeah, America First Pavilion, that's been around for a while. I, I'm not too hot on it. I've never really spent time there, but I, there's. No, that, that's bands. a
0: bougie ticket, right? Like, that's the ticket you pay extra for to go eat before the game and, like, yeah impress a date type thing. It's not really my cup o t okay all right <laughs> very cool so we're so you're happy with the deal hundred mil I'm happy with the money
2: absolutely yeah okay um let's see other list of subjects so let's talk about uh real Salt lake and talk about the state of salt lake so alex you uh and and we're gonna rewind a little bit, we're gonna talk actually about. Uh, the interviews that you had with uh, Don Garber, the commissioner, uh, John Kimball, and Brandon Steineker. Mm -hmm. Did I say that right? You did. Uh, We'll we'll come back to that because I want to hear your experiences with that as a first-timer, talking to some people of stature. But let's talk about the the game recap. You were sitting in with uh, Pablo Mastruini at the post-media press conference. Pablo is going to catch a lot of flack and you know we've, for a long time, on this podcast we've been ones to you know kind of see the bright side uh see the quote unquote good vibes that are that people are being critical of uh and also um you know we've kind of defended or i wouldn't say defended but we're we have that optimistic look right so is it now is it is it kind of time to get pissed off get mad and look at the results for what they are my question to you is did you like Pablo's answer following the, the loss?
3: Not really, no. Not really, no, because I mean, he gave the same coach's answer that we are used to seeing Pablo give, but I think in a performance, in a game where you're playing the, fin- like the last team in the East, in a game where you're playing the worst defense in the league, you can't really just give the same thing you've given every single press conference, because in all reality, that result should not have happened, and I'm sure you guys can agree with me that it was bad.
0: I said we were going to lose. So
3: <laughs> Look, I'm happy for the point at home. Don't get me wrong. But the, with the way the table is, the table
0: is shaping up. We're looking rough. It's, it's just another draw at home. That should have been three points. That's going to hurt us and going down the stretch. Right? Oh, absolutely. And, absolutely. And to get a generic, you know, the ball doesn't always go, go your way answer. Like, absolutely not. Like that's okay. Here and there we dominated the statistics. We didn't create quality chances, did Ochoa have some great saves? Yes. Did Ochoa make a meal out of the Sims to make him look better than they were? Yes. But at the end of the day, we didn't test him enough to beat him, right? He's your former goalkeeper. You know his strengths. You know how to beat him. But it felt like down the stretch, all we were doing, playing the ball out wide, crossing it in, hoping for something to happen. And I Just feel like, like we always go to. That is our right. go-to, and right. no wonder we don't score, right? right. Demir is not there to head that ball in. At, at the, the end of the day, we have to adjust – and we don't adjust.
3: And that's kind of where I was going with that too. Like we Savarino was clearly frustrated. He was not getting the ball enough. Cordova was completely shut out of that game. Yeah. I don't think Cordova really had many opportunities to do anything. Well, no one no, directly and no, no passed him. that's because we just lack we just completely lack the creativity in up front. Yes, we had some good opportunities opportunities to score, but regardless like we did not create enough to even like test a show in some major situation. No.
0: If you like, go look at the the pass maps for Cordova, I think he received three passes. Yeah, we directly,
3: need, and that's there's just complete lack of creativity. And I want Pablo to address that, not just be like, "Oh, yeah, we played well." Like, I don't think we played that well, considering it's the last team in the, like the last right. Team you the should
0: East. should have worked that team six now. Right, should have. They played a fifteen-year-old at left center back.
3: Right, and I, look, I'm all for Team Pablo. Absolutely, I think. Uh, um, I'm all 14, Pablo, but it's it would be nice to sometimes get more critical, more 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 answers, better answers out of him,
0: right? And I understand he's probably trying to protect players, he's probably trying to protect morale, but that it's not going to fly all the time, right? right? Especially when this consistently happens at home against subpar opponents. Right, it just gets old, and okay. I mean, I'm at the point where I don't think we deserve to make the playoffs. I really don't. So that's kind of like the, uh,
2: you know, what we're seeing online right now is this team isn't making the playoffs, at least with uh, the results that we've had, if they continue on. So do you think this team has what it takes to get a push or make a
0: push and land a playoff spot? I mean, just like I said last week, this team is capable of winning the cup. They, They really are. They are good when they want to be. But again, something's not clicking. We're missing that. That real talent, you know, creatively goal scoring wise. That's another issue I had. How Luna did not see minutes in this game completely blows my mind. We needed someone creative in there to help out Saverino, push Sava back out wide. I know he doesn't love some connections there, but push him back out wide. Get two creative playmakers on, good on the ball in that game. So you're switching up from driving down the right or left and crossing it into nobody, right? Switch up your style, bring in Luna. Right, definitely make some different substitutions and get after the game. I don't understand why we're stuck in this same same first two subs every time. There is no reason Julio should have been in that game. That game did not bode well. Like it wasn't set up for Julio. They weren't pressing. There was no room for him to get in behind. Right, like it's just like he has this routine, just like Freddie did. It was the same couple subs every time, and you knew exactly what was going to happen. And it's very frustrating.
3: And in, and I think in a game where you know the other team lines up with three center backs, it's very hard for a player like Julio to find his stride and find his space because you got the three guys, and it's really when and it's it's a little bit easier when you got the two people up front, but it makes still makes it a lot harder because they're closing down that space, and right? And they're it's not, not the situation, yeah. It's not they're the not situation pressing. for for Julio, in my opinion. Um, but to kind of comment on what you just said, too, Masrany did comment on um, on Luna. Not making them um, entering this one, and he's basically said that with Musaski coming in, um, he he chose Musaski rather than Luna because that was already in, and Rees were already in, who were pressing up really, really high. So he didn't want to basically have a midfield with ten with three number tens. Why not? It, and I think we should have. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> we like, why not? Like, it doesn't make any sense to you, me you, considering you just... we needed the result at home. Like it would have been fine to bring him on, but
0: you switch out Julio with Luna. What's the difference right? you'll let Sava play higher if you need to right right and I think I think it's
3: time for Sava to go back to his natural position I agree
0: I think the the experiment in the middle there is
3: teams have really learned how to shut down Saverino out of games he's been completely super frustrated in the last couple of games that we've played yeah. that he hasn't had room to operate because teams have figured it out and they, they figured on out top how of to him. yeah, they figured out how to s- slow down Sava and without Sava, I don't think Cordova can really do much either yeah
0: it's I don't know. I'm just I'm ready for the World Cup, man.
2: Yeah, we'll break down the stats. <laughs> so um and I'm i I'm curious if this kind of changes your guys' narrative. So uh No, because the
0: stats were absolutely dominant. Yeah, they were dominant. And that's almost worse.
2: Well, if you're dominating but then you've got like uh you know Ochoa standing on his head. I mean but one he, of the best games that we've seen from
0: Ochoa. N- honestly, no. He the first half was very shaky, right? Coming out very unpredictably slipping a few times. He really only made two really, really, really good saves.
3: The Pablo Reese for kickles was one, right?
0: Yeah. And then one was kind of a goal line clearance, but the other saves, he did the Ochoa thing where he made the save and, and made the save with flair. They were very easy saves, meaning we were not testing him enough and forcing a good save out of him. Right. He's just really good at making it look fun. Hmm. So him standing on his head, it's fine. He did have a great game. But we did not do enough to punish him and and win this game. We easily could have.
2: Gotcha. Um, you know, we're going to talk about Ojeda, Oviedo, Musovski. What we saw. Um, but right now, I think there. I think there's some visible frustration. And if it's not directly from the player that I'm going to mention, I think it's also just on the field. Let me take a guess. Aaron Herrera
0: yes Ooh, I'm good <laughs> I mean it's, yeah, it's it's pretty obvious it's right?
2: obvious right yeah. like there's something I think I texted you guys during the match um, either he's in his own head I, I don't think that you know he's a competitor he's not going to be checked out but um, you know when you're so frustrated and you maybe think that I don't know you're, you're so frustrated you want to give up but almost having like that attitude of i don't know there's got to be like some adjustment whether it's uh men like i think it's like a mental shift because i'm seeing somebody get so frustrated that it's affecting uh them to the core Yep. i mean this is a player who over many seasons we've seen developed and 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 i mean how long been one of the best players how long ago was it that we were giving herrera praise almost every single match last season and so something has happened. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like the USMNT snuff and, you know, maybe going to play with uh, Rubio Rubin in Guatemala. Like it, it, it could stuff be on the horizon. That's another
0: sub that made no sense. Sorry. Yeah. Right. So, but no, I, I think. I'm seeing it. I'm, I'm just curious if anybody else sees it. Absolutely. We don't know if it's something going on in his personal life, if there's a teammate he's not agreeing with. But it's very obvious he's not having a great time right and he's even getting a little defensive in interviews
3: yeah no i was just about to bring that up there was that interview not too long ago that um i think it was a zoom interview or whatever where a lot of people were criticizing him for his demeanor and the things he was saying um and and i mean yeah it's even in the interviews you can tell that he's frustrated he's not playing the same way he's been playing last year the numbers this year compared to his numbers last year are like a complete drop off and I don't know if it's maybe that. Maybe it's just well, that he's not getting the same production that he was there's, last year. There's
0: uncharacteristic red cards. There's uncharacteristic penalties being given away. Right? Well, even so like the not... lay
2: penalty that kind of bought time for DC yeah, exactly. United uh, right. to go on and win the match. When? Going Arcel- on the or, uh, DC uh, To uh,
0: kill the match off, yes. Kill
2: the match off. Yeah. Again, it felt like a DC win to me. Even no, it really One didn't. point. One point at home is like. I don't care. It's a if it's a draw. It's
0: to so oh, the worst guess. team now. If that would have to been me, LAFC, yeah. if we would have drawn LAFC at yeah. home, I'm considering that a win. Yes, yeah, right? no, absolutely, exactly. But, but when you yeah. draw a team that's subpar, yeah. So there's 93 bad.
2: minutes left. It's like 92:30, and I mean, I was he beat or I don't know. He wraps he wraps around him, brings him down, whatever. Yeah. It's
0: it's a it's hard.
2: It's a time it waster. Sucks. You see the frustration, and you, so you're just kind of curious as to what is causing it. Um, and I don't know, man. I just, I hope he figures it out because I think we collectively, I like to think that we like Herrera. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's too good of a player to be playing the way he's playing and be frustrated the way he's frustrated. Yeah. So I don't know what it is, man. I hope he kind of figures it out soon. Should we uh, talk about the
2: two new guys that got some minutes at home?
3: Oh, absolutely. I think we should.
2: Cool. All right. Isaac, give us some like uh, theme music, little beatbox real quick. Doo-doo-doo. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> It's awesome, I love it. <laughs> do do, boop, boop, boop. I like it. That's pretty good, dude. Yeah, how are you, dude? You look, you, how are you? Tired. Is that new clothes? Uh, yeah, did you use your li- HM discount? Uh, no, <laughs> I like those pants, dude. Thank you. Is new shirt?
0: Yeah,
2: different man, dude. Look at this guy. Dude, sometimes <laughs> an outfit change is all you need in life, honestly, bro. I gave him some uh, shoes the other night. Which the Donovans? Yeah, yeah, Donovans. I got a pair of Donovans. You want them? No dude did you have the same problem that everybody else had They kill my feet you buy the size that you are yeah they i cannot wear them for more than an hour before my feet are like right yeah so isaac is like a half size lower than i am and so <laughs> i think that's
0: the key is you got to give them you got to get them like a half size up interesting i can't, you're I can't not wear the them dude i love yeah. them
2: they're cool right they're sick yeah. yeah yeah they're dope shoes
0: i just i literally cannot wear them it sucks
2: yeah so anyways all right uh back to uh rail salt like go ahead dance. isaac no, um, no,
0: no, 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 no. Oh, I didn't even do, 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 do boop, boop, right? Yeah. Is, that, is that how I did it? Is <laughs> you that how I did it? how you're doing, my guy. <laughs> yeah. He's asking how you're doing.
3: Oh, I'm doing good. Tired, I'm very tired.
0: But Are you tired of Real good. Salt
3: Lake? A little bit, yeah. What I are you more have.
2: tired of? Are you tired of Real Salt Lake or people on Twitter?
3: Ugh. God. <laughs> people, All right. People on
2: I could, Twitter. I could use a social media break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just, hey, just tweet some stuff out and you might get a permanent break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about, let's talk about uh, Ojeda and Oviedo. Is no that what you guys are talking about? No, Oviedo.
3: M- Musowski. Yeah, I want to talk about Musoski first. Oh, okay, my bad. Um, because Musoski came on. They played the through ball for him on the wing. Ball goes out of bounds and he blasts it. We're down 0-0. Zero zero, it's like, what, 80-something? It was like later
0: than – it was almost the 90th. That was the one – so that, that just, irritated me. That just set the but, tone for
3: me, and I was just like, "Wow!"
0: But I do see a lot of upside to him. Oh uh, yeah, the little turn on Andy Nahar, dude. Oh yes, yeah. Oh, yes. He looked dangerous. His decision making to kick that ball away, which cost us a good forty-five seconds. Right, not great. Yeah, that- but a lot of potential there. I hope we. This is going to sound weird. I hope he plays well enough to get an extension on his deal hmm. but I hope he doesn't play so well that he has to get a ridiculous extension. You know what I'm saying? True. Yep. I don't want to have to overpay to keep him here and then have him underperform but I want right. him to stay around for a while. Like, like
3: Rubio Rubin. Have another quarter. Right. Party. Rubio
0: Rubin is making way too much money for what he's doing right now. And I love Rubio. I do too. But It's like,
3: almost like come on dude. Come
0: like part of me is like I kind of wish he would have been sold to, to League Amex. Right. Because that was another sub in the game that I was questioning like big time
3: all right sorry
2: so. alex uh go ahead dude we've been cutting of off josh does that he's been doing it for 10 years
3: oh no 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 i was just saying i was just agreeing that he shouldn't have kicked the ball out <laughs> but <laughs> all right cool oh, yeah. thanks for the insight dude <laughs> awesome stuff i will agree though i don't like ruby on the wing okay i don't think he produced i mean yes he has the energy to play the wing Sure, but I just don't think that's his best position. I don't think that's the best place to suit Rubio Right, you
0: put Rubin and Sava up top in that game, right. and you bring Luna in, mm-hmm. right, with Masovsky. I just, I don't understand. It's, it's like, I think is one of these guys, I think we've talked about this before, where he has his guys. And his guys just get the time, right? It's hard for people to break into his guys' rotation.
3: And I mean, we've kind of seen that all year. We have. We, we've ta- that we've talked, talked
0: about it before. We have. Like That's, you
2: said. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, he. Like, he I, 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 I believe his principles are kind of like hard work. Right. Not necessarily over talent, because, I mean, obviously, you sign a super talented striker, you're not going to... You know, you're obviously not going to... You're going to cut him a
0: little bit of slack.
2: Yeah, but yeah. I think one of his core
0: principles is hard work. Right, which is fine to an extent, but when guys are clearly exhausted or not having like Miram wasn't having the greatest oh, night
3: Oh dude yeah Justin Miram and Chang both looked exhausted They were dead
0: and we're still not getting that change you know what I mean Yeah I
3: really
2: wanted Miram to
0: put one away on oh, the show Absolutely But <laughs> dude did you see the ball that fell to Marcelo Silva's feet in dude, the box that would dude have been the ball. I was man That was the opportunity I right was there I was just praying
2: I was like please like cuz I'm sure they're still cool and all that And we're going to talk a little bit about that Uh, let's just do it real quick
0: okay and then we'll get to the
2: game ends ochoa says what's up to the south goal it's all amicable it's respect a
0: lot of people clapped like there were a smattering of boos within the game but that was his gamesmanship he was doing it intentionally you know like it wasn't bad yeah afterwards it was cool whistle blew people clapped there was some there's still some boos but most people were fine
2: okay so broadcast perspective and obviously the perspective of you know being there are two different things uh, you saw a few players run over. I saw the entire team
0: minus Miram. Minus Miram. Uh, there was...
3: Mirum like slapped him on the TV broadcast. Oh like, really? He, he, yeah, he kind of went up to him and just gave him like a, a little head like, slap. Like, like a no, like a cheek slap. But it wasn't hard. It was like a friendly. Oh okay, thing. okay. But it was okay, like I see, I see what you mean. You know, and then everybody was like, kind oh, of you know maybe he did. I see what you mean you know? yeah.
2: yeah. Now to say listen, I've seen people on Twitter now kind of going, you know, more so at Tom Hackett uh because of Tom Hackett's comments and, and the article and all the other stuff with uh you know kind of the, the rumors or like the they're not even rumors, it's it's it was literally written in the ESPN article that uh you know players were having scuffles and and then Tom kinda added to that by saying that uh, there were there were players on the team who went to Pablo and went to Kimball to talk about specifically about Ochoa. Now, because the players embrace after the, the match, doesn't mean that that drama didn't exist. Right. But it does show that you're getting past it. So right. for the people that are on Twitter... Slaughtering trying, everyone. Try, well, trying to use it and be like, "Oh, what drama? Like, dude, grow up.
0: Right. You Let can still be an adult be and say hello to your former teammate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mirum, like what I see- if if Miram would have been, like, standing there for 20 minutes and they would have been hugging and crying, yeah, maybe there's an issue, right? But yeah. no. Most of them stepped him up, walked away. Yeah. What did they want him to do? Like everyone just fight. actively avoided Choa. Yeah. They want him to fight. I mean, that would have been great, but we knew it wasn't going to happen. Yeah. It's just because like, they're adults.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're adults, professionals still working in the same league. Uh, I mean, dude, you've seen it. You've seen embraces from, I mean, I don't know how it's, many,
0: there's so many sports beefs that they'll embrace after the game, say hi to each other and walk away.
2: Exactly. I mean, we for Pete's sake, dude. We had a uh, who was the dude from Kansas City on the RSL? Show? Benny Fellhaber. Yeah, exactly. I mean, granted, that's different. It was probably like five, seven years after he was done playing. No, Robert. I still hate
0: him. Yeah, but hey, it's a warm embrace, and right. you know what I mean. So I respect his ability at the game, right? Yeah. I expect his craft. Respect, yeah. not expect. Yeah. You know, it's just it's it's just kind of annoying just right. to see. I'm sorry, your dude doesn't play for RSL anymore, bro. Yeah. Honestly. He didn't get booted because he was Mexican. No. There we go. <laughs> Honestly, though. Yeah. Uh, that's. Such I a am so dumb sick th- of that take. Dude. That's such a dumb take. It's I'm true. so sick of that take. Stupid. Speaking to my three Hispanic friends in the room, do you guys feel that that's what happened? No. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. You guys are half white, though. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> no, we're full. No, I don't believe it. Are you full Mexican? You guys aren't allowed to yeah. have that opinion because you agreed with me and I'm white. <laughs> okay. All right. True. So... <laughs> You're wrong. Yeah. All That's right. That's how Twitter feels right now. Yeah. It's, it's I can't question. do it. That's, anyway, carry crazy. on.
2: But it, dude, it's honestly, it's like nine people, dude. I know.
3: <laughs> okay.
2: Uh, but usually
0: the, yeah. Let's anyway. Put, let's
3: put it to a positive. Brian Ojeda.
0: Dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude.
3: Brian Ojeda.
0: Bruh. Brian Ojeda. Bro.
3: Look, look, look. He's oh not. Oh my gosh, dude. He's not. His, his outfits.
0: Sheesh. I didn't see his outfits. He has got good fits. No, okay. I, don't, I don't care about that.
3: He's not queer but boys got potential. He could be queer. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. That's he's fantastic. I love just Dude. what we've seen from him in like the first two games. He's I a, was he's a fantastic. Fully
0: guy. expecting him to get a red card against DC <laughs> already. He's like a mix of Everton and Jasper. Yeah. Like they uh, yeah. there's a little bit of style of both of them in there. Yep. Dude was going in hard for every challenge super calm and collect on the ball right like anytime he had possession very smart on the very ball. he slowed the game down to where he needed to right he was quick if he needed to be he slowed the game down if he needed to hard tackler bro like everton kebeckerman-esque almost like yes got into it true football I, professionals
3: yeah as uh pablo says it
0: yeah he's impressed any, with those two right yeah yeah I, he should be impressed with all three
3: I said give it a couple months dude and I, I easily I think Brian O'Hall that will be a fan favorite. I hope he extends it. purely, extend purely, his purely because we talked to him yesterday on the Spanish on the show. Super energetic, super chill dude, like fantastic interview. It was like easily one of the best interviews I've done with him. Super fun guy. He was like cracking up jokes. Like he was a little nervous at first, but the second like we started joking with him, like he was like cracking up jokes, just going back and forth with us. Super chill guy, super awesome guy. Um, and we told him we were like, "Hey, dude, like, <laughs> you're you're like really anxious. You like really excited to be out there." And he's like, "Yeah, I love it here. I really love it here." And and he make he said he wants his goal is to just make the fans love him. And I love that. I love that answer. Honestly, and like
0: for him, all he has to do is. I mean, this is like super generic, but like show that heart and that like super tough style play and he'll be a fan favorite absolutely real quick yeah absolutely. Yeah, why people people loved Everton and Kyle Everton's never like said a word I don't think you know what the best part about him like Ojeda is though it means we probably never have to see Nick Bezler play again <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> dude that's crazy that you mentioned Nick Bezler, and I'm like who like, you know he has been on this squad for six years really is that monarchs time included or just rsl time it's both both Well okay. when he was with the monarchs he was in our he was on loan right right
2: yeah that Pains he's gonna me. he's uh, good for him though it's, he's gonna be a journeyman player and if there's not a spot well, that's here, not a journeyman dude that's no but i'm saying if he's not here
3: oh he'll get with real up. salt lake he's gonna get picked up also i don't know well he said we asked him we asked because obviously he's on loan we have the purchase the option he, to purchase about oh i thought we were talking about that no,
2: I was talking about Beesler. Okay. No, right. but I
0: think if if Beesler is I was talking about Beesler just
2: kind of having like that journeymanship. Like
0: I think if he's released by RSL after this year, which I strongly hope you don't and, see him going to another MLS. Team. I don't. I don't think he has that quality anymore. He's 27, 28 now. No, I think he was thirty. He might be thirty, dude. Yeah. He's if he's not breaking into the the Jasper Caldwell Bruise lineup, what MLS team is picking him up? He is not even good enough for the San Diego Loyal in my opinion. Hot take. I've always seen him as a USL talent. Yeah, I have I'm Nick Beasler's a fine player. it's the call up because the space was available. Yeah. I, I I think he was brought in at a time when we were only bringing in that type of guy. And I think our roster has moved past a Nick Beasler player. It's no it's nothing personal against Nick Beasler, right? No, he's a great guy. I had to. We had to watch him play center back, and that was painful. But as a <laughs> as a holding midfielder, closing down the game guy, he's decent. But we've moved past that, and I want us to stay moved past that. Okay, so we've
2: uh, you know two whole different players, and we'll get to Ojeda here in just a, mo- a moment. But I always seem to kind of couple Beisler and Brody together, just because of their their come up where they were before. Yep. Obviously, completely different play styles. Oh yeah. So you just broke down Beisler. What
0: about Brody? Dude, Brody is so confusing, right? <laughs> he's this little wiry. You would not expect him to be any kind of athletic guy who just has this insane drive and has really honed in his game, right? That guy has to work 10 times harder than everyone else on that team to be where he's at. You sound like Pablo. He really does, though. Yeah. That guy busts his ass to get in that starting eleven. There's no like easy road for Andrew Brody, and, and he takes it, dude. He took it to like five defenders yeah. on an AFC. So, mm, all the props to him, right? Yeah. I like Brody. I love Brody. Yeah, I love Brody.
2: Is he what? What is he on Twitter? At Brody or something like that? I think that? so. Or he has a Twitter? I think he's got Instagram. Oh, okay, he definitely yeah. has Instagram. He reposts your stuff yeah. all the time. Some shout outs real quick. I want to shout out uh, Chris Garcia. Uh, He was over um, with El Paso, Mm -hmm. Locomotive. Um, I DM'd him and I said, hey, dude, how's it going? Uh, He's like, hey, I'm getting minutes. I'm happy. And I think at the end of the day, that's just... uh, That's all players want, man. Yeah, minutes, But it's so important, right?
0: Well, and that's, that's what I worry about with Luna. He goes from playing consistently being the star of El Paso to now garbage time minutes with RSL, a team that claims to strive to play their youth, right? I really need to see us play the youth, and yeah. not squander guys like Diego Luna. You, you know, know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, no,
2: Di- Diego for sure. There's a valid uh, argument for him there. Um, Alex, Isaac, sorry, did you? I know you're kind of quiet over there. How you doing? It's okay. You doing good? Yeah. I love your mullet. Thank you. Nice job, <laughs> Alex. Uh, yes, so sir. let's kind of go back to the uh, the stadium unveil. Uh, first off, let's just talk about. Um, the magnitude of the news do we feel like it was overhyped for what it was yes absolutely
0: yeah yeah i get that the deal was a very large amount of money but like Bruh.
3: from a <laughs> yeah from a financial standpoint from a club standpoint it's huge news it's major news it's like the second biggest deal in the entire league valid there so but when you go and you market it to the fans inflate it inflate it to the like fans like there's
0: this huge giant fun change happening like
2: yeah and then well, what just were the words used
3: the word uh there was um, major club major community development
2: to, or something like that. Like major club announcement to yeah. shape the the future the future, like the future of which rainfall, like, it, like, it will which it does yes it, it will. does so let's just have a real moment here i know that we want more right we want sure we want South Goal announcements. We want we want to hear that all of Rio Tinto is going to be enclosed and there's going to be like... The riot. You, know, you have to say the
0: riot now. Because that's what it is. It's the riot. It's not Rio Tinto. Just call it the riot. Oh, it's did America. I just say Rio Tinto? It's America yeah. first, yeah. My bad. But we're going to... I'm calling it the riot forever. It's true. That's, that's what it forever. is to me. So That's fine. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Dang, did I even realize that I called it Rio Tinto. <laughs> it's going to take time. Yeah, so you want to hear that they're going to enclose it, that they're going to put... I don't Safe know. Safe standing, new sound like, system, like two h- giant video boards. heated parking lot to melt the sure. snow off. Right? Yeah, yeah. You want all those things? Um, TVs in the bathroom.
3: TVs been in the bathroom. Asking for that forever, by Dude, the way. Dude, I'll be happy. I'll be happy with a paved parking lot in, in canyons. Hang on a sec. I'm gonna ask uh, Isaac. I'm gonna give you a
2: job What's up? from your personal Twitter account from now until it happens. I want you to tweet every single day, and I want you to count. But day one since I've asked Ryan. <laughs> so like at Ryan Qualtrics listen, for TVs he'll get in the bathroom. He listen,
0: will. He blocks everyone just for annoying him. Um, <laughs> AY, our good friend AY, and that was not. I, I've just seen a lot of people get blocked by Ryan for tweeting at him about signing people, like in the past, and like with jazz stuff too. But anyway, we're friend, not
2: signing people. We're asking for TVs. No, I know. In the bathroom.
0: I'm just saying. Like I'm just saying. Like it seems like he has a short fuse on on the blockage. Okay, this but is so, so stupid. Dude. But so, Hang AY, wait, no,
2: wait, wait, stop. <laughs> we know people at the club, dude. Let's just. Yeah, we'll just. How hard those. is it to budget a, a okay. little bit of money so hear me to up. throw TVs in the ba- So, our, our good
0: friend AY okay. used to run into Deloitte Hanson, Aaron Yorkshire, on the regular. And his thing would always say. Mr. Hansen, I really want a TV in the bathroom every time he saw him, and every time he' would go, "Oh, that's a great idea. We should do it. I'll talk to my guys at least 10 times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Yeah. Dead serious. This was we pre, got to say
2: pre-pre-scandal.: uh, Yes. Yeah. obviously. All right, Isaac, you don't have to do that. That's fine.
0: But I think. But it would. Not, it would be nice to be able to pee and not miss a goal. We
2: need to do. We need to do a few things. We need a petition. We need a petition to get a TV in the restroom. We need like a signed petition, fifteen thousand, twenty thousand signatures. We need to pick
0: Did it they, outside the bathrooms during games.
3: The only reason I can think why they wouldn't do it is because it gets you know, moist, on the TV screen. No, because there's TVs and in that's almost just,
0: every stadium I've ever been in. No, there's. TV, that's not yeah. true. They don't have them at Vivint Arena.
3: There's TVs on the fourth floor. But, like, three. I wouldn't want to clean it, you know. Oh, the media you
0: know yeah. There are. <laughs> Oh, there is? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Right,
3: right where you dry your hands. <laughs> yep. Oh.
2: Alex is going to the bathroom with the door stall open so he can see. <laughs> just watch minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'll tell you later. Can I... Hang on. Let me pause. One sec. Let me pause. I want to hear this. All right. So, um... <clears throat> You know it's hard. It's hard to avoid moments like what you just described, dude, because they serve you like oh, dude, like like old chicken burgers and like the, five day old salads. The like, food this game you're too gonna was,
0: annihilate the toilets. The food this game was by far the worst they would served too. Yeah, it was this very dry, very salty roast beef. That was rough. It was a little rough. It's it rough. a good attempt. No, just, I I definitely appreciate the food and stuff. Just
2: cater Chick Fil A. It's not hard.
0: Cancelled.
3: I mean, with our
2: new deal, they probably could. <laughs> what are you talking about, Chick
0: Fil A? Chick Fil A is canceled, bro. No, they're not. Yeah, they they are. are. Are they? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I look at Isaac. <laughs> he just, <you> just <laughs> 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 he
2: like he like gave me this disappointed look. Like, yeah. Well, like we were, I should know these things.
3: They t- it still tastes good.
2: <laughs> you still go? I still. Go. Yeah, I go to Chick Fil A. <laughs> <laughs> you don't go? No. What do they get? Okay, never. Let's not. Get let's into not that. get into it. All right.
3: Do you go to Chick-fil-A? No, I don't go to Chick-fil-A. Okay. It's not very good. I'm right. Raising Cane's
2: kind oh, of guy. don't yeah, I've never been. I don't like Raising
3: Cane's either. Alex goes been. to
0: El
2: Pollo Loco. Yeah, it? there you go. <laughs> ah, see? I See? Yeah. All right. What were we talking about? Uh, the media. Oh, TVs. TVs in yeah. the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. All, all this, right.
3: All the stuff we're going to petition for.
2: Let's go back. Yeah, we need a petition. Okay. Pablo Masturini. Arsenal doesn't make the playoffs. Eliminated. Are you giving Pablo another season?
0: Yeah, but the focus is going to be more on like Elliot and company for me. Shifting to the FO, huh? Yeah, because I still don't think we have all the pieces we need to really contend.
3: I agree. Yeah, I 100% agree. I don't right. think it should be on. Pa- I think no matter what happens, the outcome of this season pablo should be given because he's pretty much inheriting a roster that was built by mike pecky now hang on hang on
2: hang on though you go back you rewind to the beginning of the season sure one of the best starts yeah so why did we why did rsl have one of the best starts and then as soon as we got the signings
0: now it's fizzling and
2: and and crashing but which by the way andy muñoz called us. go back go back
0: and listen the signings just barely started playing that's true tamir's been out all year i don't want to hear about that excuse right The same core group, minus Tate Schmidt, has played all year. Yep. Teams figured it out. Yep. Their ceiling was only so high, right? They had a hot start, but that ceiling can only take them so far. And now we're seeing us hitting that ceiling. We've seen us hit that ceiling. And the three new guys can only elevate us so much, right? None of those three are natural goal scorers. Mufelski, maybe. But we're still lacking in the in the 9, the 10 rule, right? Sava's playing out of position, which is an RSL trait. So, yeah, we still need more creativity, right? We could use another solid center back. We could even probably, I know McMath's had a good year, but we could use an upgraded goalkeeper, someone that can distribute the ball, because Ochoa was showing off his distribution Saturday night, right? Yep. You know, we could pair Ojeda with another very strong midfielder. Someone even better than Ruiz, right? Like, there's still a lot of room this team could improve. Cordova's had a great run of matches, but there's no one behind Cordova to play in that position that's in any kind of form, that will be in any kind of form. So this team is still light in a lot of departments.
3: Yeah. I think if if we don't make playoffs and we're going to be critical of anybody, it needs to be the F.O. It shouldn't be. I don't think it's on Pablo just quite yet.
0: No, I really don't either. Wow. And there's, there's, uh, I, I'm excited to kind of go through the list of the, like the roster and like discuss who needs to stay and who needs to go. Yep. I think the needs to go or needs to be moved on or needs to be loaned or sold is pretty big.
3: Yeah. We're definitely doing that at the end of the season.
0: There's some experience experiments that need to end. Very cool, Isaac. Huh?
3: Yeah, I mean, I don't (laughs) think we, I don't think anybody's mentioned about getting like the keys to the bus or warming it up. Like, I don't think it's on Pablo at all.
0: His his substitutions the last five matches. I'm I'm questioning, right? Right, and that's where my main frustration is. We really need to see better adjustments to the matches and what the match is giving you, and that's where I'm gonna lose Pablo. If we don't see any change in how he adjusts to what the other team's doing and continues to rely on the, oh, it just wasn't our day excuse, then I'm going to get irritated. Got it. I'm I'm getting there, but it's not quite all his fault yet. Yeah. Okay. And this is going to be a hot take. I think one of the first players outside of Nick Beasler that needs the experiment end, Beasler and Rubio, I think we all kind of agree, is Bobby Wood. I agree. I agree and
3: which really sucks because he started the season off really really well. Uh, uh, not necessarily scoring the goals, but just what the what he did off the ball, what he did to control the tempo, to control the press. Um we just don't see that with him not out on the field, but regardless at the end of the day, goals matter.
0: Right, and and you look at his history, you know, he was moved from questionable back to out for oh, the next right. game. That's right. And You know, it's just really hard to have your offense continuously hurt, right? Like, that's been the story of his career, and it's been the story of him here. If we can't rely on him to be healthy all season, then there's no point. Yeah. And it sucks, because I really like Bobby Wood. And I want him to succeed, but I want the club to succeed more. So, anyway, let's get to some uh, Twitter questions. Yeah, we'll talk about twitter
2: questions rsl show um let's go ahead and pull this up while we're pulling this up because i said that i would give you some time to talk about it alex how was your experience talking to john kimball and don garber and um what was like the one thing that you kind of took away from each of those conversations doesn't have to be both but if you have like one thing that you took away from the from those
3: combos i think from kimball um, definitely a lot of optimism. Um, he definitely seems like the the type of guy who can make a lot of things happen. Obviously, we've seen him already change the culture a little bit within Real Salt Lake compared to what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's his answer would definitely gave me a lot of optimism because we know when we asked him about the details of the deal, he didn't give us specific numbers or anything. We didn't find that out until later. But... He definitely talked about how that's going to be money that's going to go directly into stadium upgrades, directly into expansion, directly into better players, better team, um, better connections in the front office, just stuff like that. Um, And he said, ultimately, his goal is MLS Cup. Ultimately, he wants to bring MLS Cup to Utah, which I I loved it. I love that answer. Um, You know, as a fan, it's it's what you it's exactly what you want to hear. And I hope that obviously with this deal, it's it works out as far as the garber uh (laughs) as far as the garber situation the don the don garber um it was surreal dude i never thought that i would like shake don garber's hand and like introduce myself to him but here we were shout out paul nelson uh, at rsl dude for making that happen um he don's don's awesome um good dude right good guy yeah he seems like a great guy first time talking to him i don't know if you have the same impression but i I was just i
0: was dying in his assistant (laughs) holding his little jacket and stuff dude that was oh yeah he had an assistant that was too good he
3: had an assistant that was just carrying around his jacket the entire time and it was awesome it's a good gig (laughs) i
0: mean Mm, easy gig right i would love that job yeah
3: and as far as his as far as his comments go like it's his comments were just directly like kind of what we were talking about earlier with setting the standard for the league um he he sees i asked him what the what this deal meant for real salt lake but he said well, i'm not looking at it just for real salt lake i'm looking at it for the entire league this is a huge development for major league soccer and the future of what major league soccer will be and i think that like i said i think it's just setting the tone for future deals for more better sponsorships for this league and i think it'll help american soccer grow american football grow
0: yeah you know going back to where we were talking about if the announcement was overhyped I think a big thing to look at is if you're just a common fan, right? That doesn't really get into it that much, right? You just go to the game's chair or whatever. You don't necessarily pick up on the, the meanings of some of these things, like how big of a big deal this is, right? So I think in that aspect, as just like a normal fan, not really listening to podcasts or whatever, you can see how it's very underwhelming sure right cuz they're they're not they're going okay well what does that mean for my game day experience none of that was really talked about so that is where i can see it being very underwhelming anyway sorry to interject that i thought about it earlier and then i didn't get to say it so yeah well um yeah no cool stuff man it's uh, you did a good
2: job i i wasn't expecting to see interviews so when you guys sent those over i was like
0: awesome nice
2: i,
3: I don't even think we were expecting to, yeah. to talk to anybody no yeah. it's great man well, like yeah I, like i said shout out paul yeah, awesome guy. Yeah, honestly, I think you guys did like a killer job. Honestly, thanks. Man. Like I was really like surprised. I was like, "This is like top tier interview stuff." And how often do you see like this quote unquote fan podcast talking to Don Garber? Not um, often. Yeah, not there you often, go. There man. You go.
2: It's uh, yeah, got a lot of things to say about that, but uh, I won't. Like I said, we try to put out good stuff. I feel like we do. All right, um, let's talk, let's, talk uh, let's go ahead and uh, cover. Twitter questions: we, we put out good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hope you guys hope everybody's uh, having a nice drive to work right now, or wherever you listen to this podcast. All right. Uh, Brandon Wilde asks or actually it's more of a statement The game was great. I was thrilled to see Ochoa back on our pitch. On the other hand, I'm super white and ignorant, but even I couldn't help but cringe when they unveiled
0: that name. The vibes are not good, <laughs> yeah no it's it's true, like literally adding credit union to that field name changes this whole thing a f c u field actually would sound cool right i I hate the name, I really do, but I also am like there's nothing we can do about it. It's yeah. cringy. I'm not going to get upset and cancel my season tickets and fandom over it. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Or tweet
2: at the club that they're Nazis and then wonder why you you got blocked. Okay.
0: Let's slightly touch on this. Go ahead. Slightly. Go ahead. There's one thing to like tweet your displeasure. It's another thing to like go after a club and it's just a person at the other end that has nothing to do with it. Dropping all sorts of swear words and calling them Nazis, you're really surprised you're getting blocked. Calm yeah. down. Yeah, voice um, your displeasure. Do it in a, a professional,
1: a, a profe- like
0: professional not even man. professional. Just like, <laughs> hey, I think this is a bad idea, right? Right. Not go F you effing you, you Nazi. I can't believe you. I'm no longer a fan. Blah blah. It's just, yeah. Have some tact, man. It's, it's just it's a, it's a weird thing to see. All right.
2: Uh, let's see. Matthew Daniel says announcement hype was overblown. Did they, did they think about the name beforehand? Uh, the game was disappointing. DC bullied Sava from doing anything. The team would pull the brakes one on the counter too often. Uh, they wouldn't combine and play quick until the three went up for Stavage. Correct, correct, and correct. It seemed that Ojeda, Julio, Brody,
3: and Ruiz were the only ones trying to win the game. Uh, I mean, for the most part, yes. For the yeah. most part, he is correct on on his takes. It's a disappointing result no matter which way you look at it. It's a point. Yes, it's a point at home, and I'll always take a point, but it's at home, and it's against the worst team in the league. It's, I would it's have rather a horrible, lost that game. It's a horrible result any way you look at it. The line is now literally three points with a game in hand below us, mind you. A game in hand. Yeah, we don't have the game in hand. We don't have – yeah, they have the game in hand. And <laughs> it, it's the three points that we needed. We just didn't play well enough. Sava – was completely shut out of that game. Without Saba, Cordova doesn't can't really do much up top. He doesn't get balls. And the counterattacks, I think, was just a fatigue. Like yeah. I said, Justin Miriam, Justin Miriam just wasn't there that night. Yeah, Yes, he did some good dribbles and, and whatnot. But by the 20th minute, he was huffing and puffing.
2: Yeah. Uh, let's take a look at some other questions here. So let's take a look uh real salt lake makes me cry says yeah. it was a horrible night for the club and the crowd was low energy the only redeeming factors is a hundred million and we silently waved some white dc united towels on corner
0: kicks the the little <laughs> towel wave was pretty dope. cool because it, it was natural I thought it, I thought it was dope. Yeah. right it was natural some of that american football culture crossed over mm-hmm. i wish people would realize they could do that with their scarves yeah and just do the same thing True. Yep.
2: (laughs) Guitar guy says, name change was so overblown it's embarrassing. I believe the promise was that the announcement would change the direction of the club, in quotes. It will. Or something. Um, And he also says, we're pretty good on defense, pretty bad on offense. If we make the playoffs, big if,
3: we'll get hammered in the first round. Oh, for sure. I'll give him that, yes. I'll give him that because there was that little bit of time... Where the defensive mistakes were a very common thing, which is really weird saying it because There's we started lot of off poor clearances. Yeah, because we started off the season really, really well, but I think over the course of the last couple of games, they've really kind of tightened up more defensively, um, and we're kind of seeing a little bit more of that Silva Glad partnership that we saw at the beginning of the year. Yeah,
0: but the clearances in the beginning of that game were. Yeah, defense, defensively,
3: it started very shaky, but they did. They did kind of grow into that game. And there were bit. two
0: very bad back passes to McMath yes. that we are very lucky to get punished on.
2: Yeah, Laney Lambert says, "I like the new stadium name." That's uh, that's one bold of you. First, uh, so she says, "I like the new stadium name, but it will always be the riot." Secondly, I'm not too happy with the draw last night. We're just waiting for Dommy to be back and from rehab for back surgery. That's not going to happen. Not this season. I don't well,
0: think. not only that, but like. When Domi comes back, he's missed an entire year. He's a year older. There's a chance we don't get the same Domi. We cannot rely on that as yeah. our as our safe safe grace. Right? Like we have to be prepared for the fact that Domi might not be the same Domi.
3: Well, and then are we all in consensus that Domi does not come back this year?
0: Oh yeah, there's no way. Yeah, mean, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no.
3: What four weeks left in the season?
2: Why Why Regular even season? risk it?
0: Yeah. At this point, why even risk it?
2: Right. Yeah. Um, and she uh, taped that off with. Uh, we should have had a goal early in the game, but Cho was way too good to beat last night. Um, Carl Jensen says uh, pushing the ball wide every chance we had and continue to send in cross after cross to a gigantic backline was so frustrating to watch.
0: Yeah, they're, they're all of their center backs were over six foot. Yeah, right. I mean, is Cordova even six foot?
3: Maybe not, I mean, like and, barely. And not only that, but. I mean DC came into this game knowing that we we're gonna cross the ball.
0: That's that, what I mean. We've become predictable.
3: Yeah, they they knew what we were gonna do. They knew we were gonna attack the wings, they knew we were gonna cross it in and hope Cordova got ahead to it. But at the same time, like if you look at most crosses, you only have Cordova and maybe Sava, maybe somebody else in the mix, but you only have two guys in there versus the Five. three center backs. And they're not not even just not even like the right. not even including everybody else. Right. Like. I'm just talking about the three center backs. Like it's very hard. To even find a ball in the air when you got three center backs covering two guys. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Just
2: makes it easy. I'm not
3: disagreeing. Just makes it easy. Just makes it predictable.
2: Yep. Uh, let's see. I'm not going to skip tweets. So we're going to read these. Joseph Bay says, I know America First is a local credit union, but it's an unfortunate name given today's political climate.
0: Agreed. That Agreed. should be America First Credit Union filled. Yeah. It's a simple fix.
2: Unfortunate name. Agreed. Uh, Hunter Squid says, call it how it is, mate. Ryan Qualtrics and co. Accepted a deal to name the stadium after a racist slogan for a bag. Right after a racist owner was just ousted. Club handled criticism by blocking longtime supporters. Even ones who have worked on creating content to promote the club. Uh, This is what I'll say, Hunter. Um, Those people who were tweeting did so in a fashion that was just it was pretty disgusting to see um people whether they were fans um i I don't really care about fans going off blasting off but if you if you uh represent yourself as quote-unquote media and i'll kind of add ourselves into that bucket if you're in the realm of covering rsl you have access to talking to coaches going to trainings um Access engaging to the with office. the players access to the front office if you go online and voice your displeasure in a way where it's profanity driven um you're unhinged you're just going crazy um it's just not a good look uh for media um and the people who you're right like there were people who had created content whether it's current or in the past to act that way um i think they got what they deserved
0: and and i'll be the devil's advocate i didn't see everyone's tweets that got blocked right so i don't know all of the story there could have been some that were unjust but when you're getting bombarded you're i don't know who was running twitter that night but they might have just been done right sure sure so
2: i mean it's 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 an unfortunate thing but uh We'll
0: just see what happens. Um it, it comes down to no one it comes down to this whole no one's willing to have the conversation without screaming at each other anymore. Right? That's kind of what it seems like every Twitter beef is about. No one's willing to talk it out, no one's willing to hear a different side of it, and the club's guilty of that as well. Yeah. They weren't wanting to hear people saying that that's not a great idea. Yeah. There's a problem on both sides. I'm not defending the club at all. Yeah. But I'm saying if you're going to go at someone, you got to go at them with some tact.
2: If there was anybody on the RSL show that was this heated over like the stadium being called America First Field, voice your displeasure. But the minute that like, and I'll include myself in this too, the minute you go unhinged and you're calling people KKK Nazi, the club is white supremacy, if you're, you're just doing it in a way that just doesn't hold substance... And, right. and and you're representing the RSL show. I don't even care about the whole KSL Sports thing. I would I would literally be like, "Sorry, dude, you're not on the podcast anymore." I don't yeah. know if I have that authority,
0: right. but I'd be you're like, really, you're, "You're at done. least getting a talking to, right? <laughs> you're getting a talking to, man. And That's not the way to do I it." I want to hear I want to hear a legit conversation from the club, from America First, and from a couple fans that don't necessarily agree with the name. I would love it if they change it to America First Credit Union Field and solve a lot of this problem. Right. If I'm America first, maybe I'm taking a deep, hard look at my name and logo right now and going, maybe this does look bad. Right. But to go straight off calling RSL a team of KKK guys like, come on, that's unbelievable. That's such a stretch. Like that's it is. It's
2: considering, you know, maybe people don't see it. Staff, staff over there. Of course, the players, it's it's uh, it's diverse. Chalk it up to what you want. Maybe you see the same four, and I hate saying this, the four white faces on TV or whatever, but I promise you there's diversity at the club.
0: I hate that we're even talking about it. Same. On it, And it would be different if Deloy Hansen was the owner. It really would be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because <laughs> Deloy would be like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. But Ryan Ryan Smith, he's publicly spoken in favor of the BLM movement. He's publicly spoken in favor of equality, right? Like he obviously is not a member of the KKK. And let's be honest, Rio Tinto, probably worse than America first credit union. They're literally destroying the earth, right? And taking over communities in other countries. I want to have an opinion. And this is the other hard part. I want to have an opinion, but there's half of the fandom that'll hate me for it. And the other half will love me. Yeah. Right. It's like you, it's a lose lose for everybody.
2: Well, it was interesting. Uh, Brandon Steineker, the dude who literally wrote the anthem for the riot uh, came out and said, um, and I, I don't want to misquote it. So I'm actually going to go back and find the tweet. And
0: listen, none of us have to call it America first field. It's always the riot to me. Right. Right. Just because they paid a hundred million dollars doesn't mean we have to mention them ever again as fans. I, I get that it shows on TV America First Field or whatever, but like as fans we can do whatever we can to never call it that. We can all band together and call it the riot.
2: Yeah, so Brandon Steinekert, back to his tweet, he wrote, uh, yikes. Can't let the hateful and intolerant actions of some with zero affiliation to what is uh to what this is ruin what could be a positive thing. So many stand up to make this a safe space for all. Inclusion, equality and passion for our club, community, and beautiful game. Got to rise above hate. Well said. I see nothing wrong with that statement.
3: No, no that's perfect. and
2: that's like that's what I'm that's what I'm feeling. So people voicing their displeasure about the name of the field, uh, it's fine. I think there's a there's a proper way to do it. Yeah, just, there's a proper way to do it. There's a right way to do it, especially especially if you represent yourself as the media. And I will say this: that a lot of people who are tweeting and touting and tweeting their displeasure and they're so upset about this have a whole different opinion when you talk to them about it in person. All right, guys, uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and talk about a preview. Austin FC, it's a loss. Okay,
0: what do you think, <laughs> Austin? The, the, second right now second place a little bit of a slide but it's away in a great stadium i really want to go there next year if we can um druci probably isn't playing like alex said but i still think we get the smackdown put on us
3: he's questionable yeah is questionable heading into this one um they've only won one game in five uh they're not on the they're not in the best form right now they just lost three nil to nashville and then lost three nil to seattle so they're on back-to-back three nil losses um, but just with what I've seen with from Real Salt Lake, it, it's going to be a tough one. Yeah. It'll be a tough one. Plus, it's Texas. We don't we don't do well in Texas.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just like they they spanked LAFC a few matches ago. So right, and that was like a strong LAFC too. It wasn't like a, a think fluke were, team. Yeah, or I anything. think they both have full strength. Yeah, so that'll be an interesting uh, match. And so we play Austin FC. You guys you guys don't think we're getting any points, not
0: even one. Nope. All right. We can't beat DC United. Why do you make me think make me think we're gonna beat Austin F C. It's me? RSL, dude. It's so unpredictable. That's Look how that's it, a good point.
2: Enthusiastic I am about that. Um Yeah, I mean we'll just kinda of leave it at that. I think uh it's I think it's fun to kind of leave the result up in the air and kind of see where it goes. Um So that's that's basically the preview for Austin FC. It's not much of a preview. However, um, we will have a preview going into the match against, uh, is it FC Cincinnati? Cincy. Uh, Alex has been invited onto the, I think it's, what is it, Cincy Talk?
3: Uh, I think so. Let me double check on
2: that. I yeah. Think. Cincy Talk FC or something like that? Uh, they reached out to us. Uh, they wanted someone who can talk about a preview. So as soon as they unleash their episode, we'll uh, link their podcast uh, to our website, to our, so, our, our socials, excuse me.
3: Uh, Cincy soccer talk,
2: Cincy soccer talk. Uh, Alex is going to go on there. This is his first time collaborating with a podcast. So, uh, go on there and I'm glad we have him to do it now. Share your opinions, <laughs> man. Make us proud.
3: I'll make our look good.
2: Yeah. All right guys. Well, um, it, listen, it's just been an, an exhausting week, especially if you're living in the, the RSL online, uh, Twitter dome or whatever. Yeah, Wait,
3: real, real quick. I have one last question before we wrap this up. Hmm. Do you guys see that stat about how we are the team with the fewest wins since June? Yeah. How do you guys feel about that?
0: It's been a real bad summer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Cons- it's just-
3: well and then considering the opponents we had. Oh, they should have been a cakewalk mostly. Yeah. It's
2: been weird to see um, mainly because our outlook has been positive, uh, but I think that's why you know, we as the you know some of the optimistic fans, but also uh, for the most part, optimistic podcast. That's why I kind of wanted to reevaluate re- and ask those like real questions, like you know, Pablo, do we keep him after this season if we don't make the playoffs? It's all results based, and you guys expressing your opinions. The FO is kind of in in a hot mix, hot water. So
0: we'll see what's to come of that. And I, I would add ownership to to that too, right? I want to see the money available for the F.O. to go make the team better, to be yeah. fair. It'd be interesting to see,
2: you know, it's, it's one of those things where um, it's just like with anything in life. Um, there's a lot of positives happening, but then there's one maybe lurking big negative factor. And so that's all you look at. It'd be interesting or unique to see a list of the changes that have been implemented since. I mm-hmm. mean, you look at it like... Did we get signings? Yeah. Did we get talks about stadium upgrades? Yes. Did we get new ownership and relationships with, you know, whatever, SK Breverin? Is that what it is? Breverin? SK? Yeah. SK Breverin? Okay. Uh, We, you know, we're we're building these relationships. We're getting more looks, I think. and, And there's obviously like a lot of, you know, back and forth between that. But now, $100 million deal for naming rights. So...
0: There's obviously positives in there somewhere. There for is. I mean there is. To, for someone to be willing to spend that kind of money There is. There's a positive somewhere.
2: Now, it's like you look at the Jazz, right? The Jazz kinda get a pass because they're in rebuild phase or whatever. But does Ryan Smith do the same thing to Riazzo Lake? Well, I mean, sure. But this is different because we're still in that like playoff contention, sure. playoff hopes. So if you if you kinda compare it to that with all the changes and everything that's happened, maybe this is a huge positive and maybe good things are happening and maybe we're just pissed off because we haven't won a game in a while. Right.
0: Very possible.
2: So organization standpoint, big things have happened. You just got to pull the results and, and then everyone's, you know, full circle and we're praising everybody.
0: Right. Yeah. It's just been a really, really rough summer. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's been rough, huh? It's been
0: Mm -hmm.
3: rough. Huh? We're gonna get
2: gray hairs, and we're gonna start balding more than we already are.
3: In a league, in a league where coaches, uh, GMs, players preach home home field dominance, they preach that you have to win at home, and then you can scrap by with a couple points away from home, and you'll get a good. You get a, got a pretty good shot at making the playoffs. Since June started, Ross Lake's only won three games at home, and tied four, and lost two. I think people are I think I think I'm upset people are upset because right now the results just aren't there
2: yeah but you're happy with other things I'm
3: happy with the trajectory I think we're heading in a very good direction obviously the deal gives us hope gives us optimism um gives us that I don't I guess light at the end of the tunnel I don't know what you guys want to call it but I mean it like what John Kimball said it's money that's going to go directly to putting a better product out on the field And I think that's just something to hopefully look forward to
0: Yeah, Yeah, as long as it happens. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
2: So back to the narrative, Josh, you and I, we've been here long enough Mm -hmm. with RSL (laughs) that, you know, usually it's, we're, we're, we're going optimistic into the next season and we're always like, Oh, next season, next season, next season. Well, this is probably the first season where we're going to be going into this thing with more money
0: more connections to move players around they didn't yeah fit. and like i said i just i want to see something come of it yeah
3: they didn't build Rome overnight and i think a lot of fans expect that yeah
2: so i get the frustration and uh listen i get the frustration over the stadium and all that naming i get it so Cool. All right, guys. Uh, RSL Show is brought to you uh, weekly by KSL Sports. Go on to kslsports.com. Check out the RSL section. Uh, Tom Hackett writes a lot of articles on there. Um, He's got a unique relationship with the club. (laughs) Uh, But he's a a great reporter. Um, He spends time with them, gets enough information from them uh, to share things pretty quickly. So after you've read that, go on to the podcast section, listen to the RSL Show, and go to... The podcast review section leave us some amazing reviews all right take it easy a
0: stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon but violence is only the beginning of this story sometimes i thought there are no miracles yeah there are and this is a big one i'm amy donaldson and i've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 20-second assist. So they count on University of Utah health.
0: Riel Solet puts this game away!
1: And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org care to be great.